Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Why, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, the thing that we record in two separate rooms in your house now. Possibly yes. forever. Does seem like that might be about true. Close enough. I have a very sad dog behind me. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're closing down, like, all the things around us, including walking trails. So, you know. Makes sense. Too many people on them. It's, it's yes, not absolutely. social distancing. It is not. It's going to drive either you or Muppet crazy, or both. One of us is going to take the other one with them, I think is how <laughs> that's going to work. Okay. Good plan. Muppet. I think I'm, and I, he's, it's, you're just going to hear a fidgety, fidgety little dog behind me. Yeah. That's fine. Definitely. You'd hear pickle breathing in the background most of the time, so. So much. Have, did you hear that at the end of the last I, one for like the last 15 minutes? It was ah. just. <laughs> it's, it's soothing, Amber. It's like, you know, some people listen to podcasts to go to sleep. This is like their like deep breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, breathe like and pickle. then a, then occasionally just just mouth sounds, but like dog mouth sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. So Megan, yes, Amber, how did we pass this pandemic day? Well, Amber, we watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We are continuing on with Angelina Jolie, and none can stop us. I think we actually might be finished with Angelina Jolie at this God point. damn it. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a four-movie streak. That's the best we can Fucking do. A. Everything else is out of our reach. Technically, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is like a cusp movie. Should we have done it? I don't know. But we did. And frankly, mm-hmm. even the fact that it's on the cusp means we should do it because it shouldn't be on the cusp because it's at the very least a 60% movie. Mm-hmm. I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Angelina Jolie, we're riding that train all the way to here. Right here. Yep. This okay, is, this this is the is last the... stop. <laughs> last stop. Everyone off. Four cars long. It's been a great ride. I had not seen this movie before. We've got uh, Angelina Jolie playing Jane Smith and Brad Pitt as John Smith. They're assassins, Amber. Spoiler alert. But we don't know that right away. We they just don't. There's something off about them. They're, they're keeping secrets from each other. But what are these secrets? Are they having affairs? Why do they have weapons? Okay, yeah, it was pretty obvious they were assassins after we saw the... The, the meet cute moment. Yep. They meet cute in uh, Bogota, Colombia, where um, apparently something happened. and uh, the, the Barracuda was assassinated. God. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and uh, the Colombian authorities are after a uh, lone tourist. And so they kind of hook up to make sure that uh, they don't look like lone tourists. And then they, you know fall in love the the meet cute part though they definitely both were um had like a knife and a gun hidden on their person and were gonna like mortify the authorities but then went for the peaceful route sure why shoot and or stab your way out of things when you can hook up with another beautiful stranger yeah exactly they they fall in love uh six weeks later um they get married or he proposes whatever yes so yeah we learn as he's <laughs> MMA fighting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and convincing his bestie Vince Vaughn that it's the right choice. This movie is bookended by Mr. and Mrs. Smith going to couples counseling, Amber. Um, and when, when they're first in couples counseling, they seem like they're just, they've gotten bored. The, the, the magic is gone. 
And then we flash back to how they met. And then we learn that like their marriage is kind of like they live in this big, beautiful house, but there's no spark. They just kind of each go on their own like little adventures during the day. We don't really know what they are yet. We are suspicious that like maybe there's cheating, maybe who knows what. But then we, you know, obviously they're out murdering people. Yes, we, we see them tell a little lie to the other one and then both go out on jobs. Um, yeah, so, I mean, essentially, they then are, um, they both, Amber, um, get assigned to kill one dude, nicknamed the Tank, and um, they go and they try to kill him, but then, of course, they run into each other, um, not initially knowing that, you know, one is the other, and they try to kill each other, and then they figure out that, you know, they're they figure out their secret lives and then they fight and then they realize that um, they can't actually kill each other because they do love each other. And then they um, decide to take on the world because um, we find out that the mark uh, that they were both assigned to wasn't an accident. It was actually, they're both in competing agencies, Amber. So each agency decided that they would like come together and like put them both in the same um, case and hope that one would kill the other because I guess it's bad business to have your spies married to each other. I mean, competing murder spies, yeah. You don't mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. competing assassins married to each other. It just it looks bad. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And that way, you know, by setting them up against each other, mm-hmm. either they kill each other and, okay, that's done, there's mm-hmm. problem solved, or maybe one just kills the other and then one agency gets to hold on to an asset. Yeah, Best Buy wins. Yeah, clearly it is the neatest way to do this. Mm-hmm. An elaborate setup was the only way to resolve this issue. Only way, yes. Um, it, it, I mean, that would work, in, in except that these two are, like, the best ever assassins and they murder five i don't know two dozen people that come after them at least so many people there are a bunch of people in that house mm-hmm. when yep. it blew up there are a bunch of people in those cars when yes. they blew oh, up yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you know that home goods store was just was just a murder bath littered yeah. littered with you know pre-corpses yeah and then corpses and then yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, and then they they win. We don't really find out exactly what happens, like in the grand scheme of things, except we do know that they they are now happy and they're back at their couple counselor and just kind of the, the they're both a little bit more unbuttoned and laughing and uh, um, actually looking ha- at each other. Yes, actually looking. It's less like pulling teeth to get them to talk about anything. And then Brad Pitt asks um, the couple's counselor. Um, to ask him the sex question again. Yes, they were they were very stumped by the sex question. It, it, the questions in the beginning, you know, Brad Pitt's character is mostly kind of blowing them off a little bit. Angelina Jolie is trying to take them pretty seriously. How long mm-hmm. have you been married? Five years. And she says six. And he's, yeah, five or six. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but when they get to the sex question, both of them are stumped. Yeah. Because they were asked, you know, how happy they are on a scale of one to ten with their marriage. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they got there. But yeah. then how, how how much sex are you having? It's like, what are you talking like a scale? Like are you like zero is, is none and one is a little and what is ten? Ten is just constantly, just nonstop, just not eating. <laughs> and therapist say just how many times have you had sex this week? Including the weekends? 
And still no answer. <laughs> still no answer. And it cuts, it cuts away. They're both deeply uncomfortable mm-hmm. with how little sex there's been in their relationship. But in the end, yes. the very last the very last dialogue of the movie is, mm-hmm. ask us the sex question again. <laughs> ten. <laughs> he flashes Fred all of his Pitt fingers. Just, yeah, mouths ten. Yeah, it's great. Very excited to answer that question. Uh-huh, yep. Yeah, that's the movie, Amber. That's the movie, Megan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a a not so subtle, but I feel well executed marriage story. Yep, because yeah. it's still not perfect. There's they they fall back in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, but is there still conflict? Is it a happily ever after? No, they're gonna no. have to work on it. Exactly, because like mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie's character says in the strip search tango, mm-hmm. if it's if it's a happily happy ending, then the story's not over yet. Ah, yes. Profound, Amber. Profound. Or grim and nihilistic. I can't decide which. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, this is our, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 60 for the critics and a 58 for the audience. Metacritic had it at 55 for the critics and 84 for the users. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yes. This is higher than usual. This is Red Red Dread territory. However... <laughs> I'm a push on this because sometimes even you just tell my joke, Amber, and not, not give some room Megan. for like some laughing. No, I, th- there's no room for laughter because there is no laughter. I'm not going to pause for laughter that shouldn't exist. I'm just going to steamroll right over laughter. But all of our audience happening. is still laughing. They're the not fact though. You told my joke. No, they're shaking their heads. They're ashamed of of themselves. They're ashamed of you. They're mostly ashamed of me because I can't seem to control you. <laughs> Are you, are you finished? Are you done? Are you done derailing this very important section? Red, red, red. Oh, dear. So clever. For the love of all that is holy. The critics didn't love this movie enough, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did not. 55 is too low. 55 is too low. Yes. Yeah. Critics did not, They, for the most part, were not terribly amused with it. Like, the good reviews are like, yeah, this is fun, and, you know, imagine if War of the Roses was remade as a James Bond fantasy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. And then the the people who didn't like it were like, this is terrible. It's, you know, good in the beginning, and the action just makes it stupid. Like, but the, the action was great. It's supposed to great. be, it's supposed to escalate to that point. It's that mm-hmm. slow boil of, you know, thriller and then action thriller with Mm -hmm. comedy throughout here's another one amber brad pitt and angelina jolie is a great pair but i was bothered by but i was bothered by the distracting romance mixed with pointless violence pointless (laughs) violence that's the fucking movie it's a romantic distracting romance (laughs) what did you think this movie movie was Uh, that's distracting romance it is it is a romance that's yeah. what it's supposed to be that's not supposed to distract you from what fucking other plot did you think was left behind while we were examining their relationship yeah if you'd eliminated both of those things the movie would be uh three minutes long and it would just be vince vaughn talking it's hackers all over again Mm-hmm. Just uh, cr- clearly, the critics do not have a firm grasp of what this movie was supposed to be, or they just didn't appreciate what it was. And mm-hmm. also, yeah, it would just be Vince Vaughn, and that to me was the worst part of the movie. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I, 
New York Post. An action comedy for suburban women that's as toothless as a newborn and nearly as stupid. It okay. tries so hard to be cute that it practically drools on your shoulder. <laughs> okay. So you're saying because it's stupid, it's for women. Cool. The fuck you say? Yeah. Kyle Smith? Fuck you. Yeah. It's for suburban women. So, again, they're both contract killers that we see murder people for money. And they enjoy it. Yep. And also, they're in love with each other. But, you know, their marriage is difficult because of the lies. And then it's difficult yeah. to, you know, mash two lives together when they have dis dif disparate life philosophies. You know, mm -hmm. she's, you know, type A planner kind mm -hmm. of person he's a go with the flow you know blow yeah. shit up and see what happens kind of person yeah quite literally it takes work to make that work and you know but mm -hmm. but if if you care enough about the relationship you can do it and i feel like we see that happening the process has already begun mm -hmm. yeah. there's a deep satisfaction in that relationship in that partnership because again it becomes a partnership it's not what it was before but through mutual murder times and trying to kill each other mm -hmm. that's what it becomes and there's a beauty in that the work of a relationship and also lots and lots of stylized violence yeah what is wrong with this beautiful thing and how is that for suburban women is it is it because I... that he feels that somehow his beautiful thriller action movie has been sullied by a marriage story mm. and that's that's yeah. why it's for suburban women because you know we're all about romance yeah you know us, Amber. You know how we love our rom-coms. I mean, okay, I'm not... I'm, I, I apologize. I take the uh back. I am definitely amused by and frequently entertained by rom-coms. But I do not like being defined by them simply because of my vagina or my two X chromosomes or whatever it is that, you know, my boobs, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my general femininity, whatever it is you feel makes me a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, the fact that you like rom-coms. Exactly. If you mm -hmm. like rom-coms, you are a woman. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah, fuck the critics. Fuck Especially if they're going to be like, hey, you put a um, woman into a action movie, so therefore now it's for girls. Right? Th there was nothing about this movie that made me think, ah, oh, this is for the ladies. Mm-hmm. No, there just happened to be a woman in it, and there happened, like, even the fact that they foregrounded a relationship. Like, you know how Megan yeah. and I feel about jamming romance into a perfectly good action-adventure film. Mm -hmm. But this wasn't jammed in. This was the point. Exactly. Which is why I liked it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There yeah. wasn't some other awesome shit going on, or just awesomely stupid shit going on, and then, oh, now they're going to fall in love and kiss each other. Ugh, fine, whatever. This was the point. The point was an examination of a relationship, but what if the secrets they were keeping were, you know, contract killing? Murder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, it's... It, ugh. Mm. This movie should have been so much more critically higher rated than it was. And I said that in such a good way. I, yep. That was a great sentence I said. It was. Yeah, it was beautiful and well articulated. Bad critics. Naughty critics. Fuck you critics. Amber, um, as we're leaving the Critics' Corner, I would like to supply you with some IMDb trivial. Oh, dear. Um, which did is, you say trivial? Because that's I what did. it is. Yeah, I did. Um, Amber, iTemp is located in Suite 5003 at 570 Lexington Avenue. The building is real, and it has 50 floors. Oh, oh good. 
I am. This has been your IMDb trivial. Oh, no. No, no, no. You can't do this to me twice in, in an episode. Between your closing and the frickin' IMDb trivial, closing, I just can't. closing's the same every time. Oh, you monster. Goodbye, Critics Corner. Mm-hmm. Let's put this behind us. You're right. Ooh, so, starting. Vince Vaughn. No. No. Am I just over Vince Vaughn? His characters often do tend to be, like, yeah, that, that fast-talking, gross, toxic masculinity kind of bullshit. Yeah. You know, demeaning language towards women and yeah. yeah. He's he is that in this movie. And I don't like it. And I don't need it. Um apparently Vince Vaughn has been vocal about his conservative politics. So he's actually a fan of Trump. So Oh fuck cool. that guy. Yeah. Oh fuck that guy hard. You know what often goes hand in hand with conservative politics? What's that, Amber? Being a misogynistic asshole. Yeah, that's not um that's not a lie. That's true. Or just being super cool with other misogynistic assholes. And mm-hmm. they're right to be misogynistic assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually racists. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we're all racist. We all have sexist leanings. Fine. Mm-hmm. The difference is those sort of people don't think that's a problem. Mm-hmm. This sort of person does and tries to work with it. Yeah. Yeah, you're still working on your white man in a van rolling up to you. So true. Ugh. We all have flaws, people. Yeah, true. So, Amber, um, one thing that was very cool about this movie is that um, Angelina Jolie's um, uh, agency, which is called iTemp, is uh, um, all women. And, all uh, awesome women. Yeah, all awesome women. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, that was fantastic. Carrie Washington is... Uh, what, like it's like her i don't know num- her like go-to person and uh of course carrie washington is amazing yes love seeing her mm-hmm. love having her in this movie super happy about it yep and the, the women are they're not just doing analysis and using gadgets and they are dynamic action-oriented human mm-hmm. beings who are on top of shit and super capable yep i mean when they, they, they juxtapose the Angelina Jolie and the Brad Pitt scenes fairly well. You know, when they, they Brad Pitt is, is telling Vince Vaughn that he's going to propose or has proposed to Angelina Jolie after six weeks. He's in the ring getting the crap beat out of him while they're yep. chatting. And then, you know, it'll switch back and forth between Angelina Jolie telling Kerry Washington that mm-hmm. she is in love with this man and is going to marry him. And they're fucking climbing a cliff. Like, yeah, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> They're, yeah, hundreds of feet in the air, just yep. climbing. Yep. And they, they do, like, it's, it's, oh, God, yeah. And then when they do the assassination scenes, which I think, like, again, that's fucking great. It is. Yeah. She's, she's dressed to kill. She shows up at a hotel, and you're like, oh, oh. And then it shows her going to an, this, you know, clearly well-guarded man's room, mm-hmm. and she's straight up dressed as a dominatrix, and that's fantastic. Meanwhile, he's pretending to be drunk and playing poker in some sort of Irish pub, Yep. And then she snaps the guy's neck with her bare hands. Yes. Yes, she does. And repels out of the window using her purse. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he just shoots everyone in the room. And he just shoots everyone in the room. And then checks the um, guy's hand to see what he had. He had, he, had a, he had three threes, I think. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There's, there's no... It, they are 
equal standing. They are just mm -hmm. two humans who are in a relationship with each other and also super great at killing people. Yeah, and in very different ways in which, the, you know, exactly, they show that, um, you know, Angelina Jolie is very, like, has a plan, sticks to the plan, does the thing, does it really well. Brad Pitt just kind of likes, I'm going to get in there, I'm going to get him, I guess. He relies on charm, skill, and luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but they do a few of those scenes where they kind of directly compare the two of them, which is delightful. And their agencies, you know, Angelina Jolie walks in and like her agency is like super duper high tech. Uh, Brad Pitt's agency is like, eh, there's a voice recognition thing. And like, it kind of looks kind of like a crummy um, apartment building that they're working in. But then like high, some high tech gadgets come up when he, um, you know, voice activates them. But yeah. More female characters. Awesome. Yep. Angelina Jolie, action-oriented. Mm -hmm. Awesome. You know, I didn't see any of those reviews talking about, like, they talk about how she's beautiful and how mm -hmm. she's beautiful in kind of a predatory, I have a secret way, so, you know, this is a good role for her. But no one really praises how good she fucking is at action. Yeah. Like, she yep. is a great action female lead. She is. Absolutely. I, I know this isn't salt, but still. Mm-hmm. She beats the living shit out of Brad Pitt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And something um, we both noticed, but you vocalized, was um, they they didn't show any of Brad Pitt, like, punching Angelina Jolie or kicking her or anything like that. Um, because they kind of know that that's, that's not fun to watch for anybody. There is something, not just something, it is viscerally mm -hmm. unpleasant to watch a man punch and or kick a woman mm -hmm. it's not good no. to see it's it is which seems kind of silly because i'm okay with him throwing her around the room yeah and yeah <laughs> choking yeah, her out yeah yeah pointing guns like, at each other and yeah but just yeah they they, they very they very deliberately do not have him punching her and they do have one scene where he's kicking her, but it's completely hidden by the couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's like, this is not to say, like, she's holding her own in this entire fight. Oh, like, my, yes. You know, and just the part where he has the upper hand for a moment. Uh, they do not show that. Nope. And I, 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 I appreciate that. It's not yes. pleasant to see. There, it's, mm -hmm. it's the, the rest of the ultraviolence is somehow more acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something deeply wrong with my psychology. <laughs> no, but I, I think I, they did do that on purpose because they do know that that's true. Yeah. So it's not just you, Ember. It's totally cool if he slams her into some walls, mm -hmm. throws her over some furniture. And it's definitely cool whatever she chooses to do to him. Yeah. That's fine. I, I have mm -hmm. no... I have no visceral reaction to seeing a woman punch a dude repeatedly. No. Unless it was in Red 2 where um, a woman is punching a, you know, drugged up dude who can't move. Oh, yeah, that was unpleasant. I didn't like that. Yeah. Don't do that. Nope. Helpless. Don't don't punch helpless men. No. Don't punch helpless anybody. Probably just don't punch anybody. No, Megan. In real life. In real don't life. take that from me. Okay, I apologize. Some people do need to be punched. Mm. Right in the throat. Mm -hmm. Or the dick. Uh, what else do you want to hit on, Ambers? They're just some really solid scene setups in this mm -hmm. there's 
I mean, it's just, it's such, I, to me, to me personally, there are a lot of great slick details and it's not the kind of movie where they're holding your hand and beating you over the head with the subtext or with the subtleties. Mm -hmm. The scene when they both realize that the other person is a contract killer for the other side. Yes. And he comes home for seven o'clock dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's great. She hands him a martini and she has one of her own and they walk into the dining room and he dumps the martini surreptitiously and then, you know, sets the glass, the empty glass on the table. Mm -hmm. She walks over, grabs the olives out of it and eats one of them to demonstrate that, yeah, no, it was fine. And as, as, as he walks in, he sees Drano sitting out visibly on the counter. So he thinks that's in it. And she did that on purpose. She's just fucking with him. (laughs) Just fucking with him. Just fucking with him. And then she made pot roast. Mm -hmm. Except that she didn't because we learn she never cooked a day in her life. (laughs) Her agency did all the cooking. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, she has um, a knife out to cut the pot roast. And then he says, no, 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 I'll do it. And then she says, okay. And she leaves the knife with him. And then she pulls out another knife to cut the bread. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then he keeps saying, mmm, pot roast, my favorite, and takes a big bite and then looks across the table at her. She's only eating green beans. Mm -hmm. And he glances off to the side and he sees the reflection of a rat poison box. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just smiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even he goes to fill her wine glass. And then so he's he has decided to get the fuck out of there or to mm-hmm. like essentially to go and get a gun, whatever. So he tries to drop the wine bottle to create a distraction that he'll have to clean up. But her yep. reflexes are too good and she grabs it before it hits the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then looks at him, realizes that's what he was trying to do, lets it go and just gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. And then they both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They both go. He goes to get a gun. She yeah, drives away. It's just watching two like, very skilled actors. Just the the work that they did with their faces is great. Mm-hmm. That you yeah. can see just the consideration and the caution and the disgust and the mm-hmm. exhaustion and the frustration and just even just passive aggressiveness. It's, yeah. it's just delightful. Yeah. It made me actually a little bit uncomfortable at the beginning of the movie when they're just kind of showing their like meh marriage um like there's just some parts that are just like it feels like a meh marriage that you know you don't really want to see these little like tiny passive aggressive fights they're having kind of on a daily basis yeah when he comes home for dinner with the butter and Mm -hmm. she's like oh you got salted is there another kind unsalted which is what i asked for yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep She gets new curtains and uh, she says, you know, if we don't like them, if you don't like them, we can get rid of them. And he says, I don't like them. And she says, you'll get used to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And that personality clash doesn't go away. That is is who they are. But then, you know, other walls come down. Yeah. Like their mutual love of murder. Exactly. Amber, what's your murder number? Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, that was hilarious. As they're, they're getting to know each other while running from their respective agencies trying to murder them. And I think he's crawling through a sewer. Oh, no, mm-hmm. he's about to crawl through a sewer. They're, they're getting ready to kidnap the guy who it turns out was the fake Mark who was supposed to be how they killed each other. Right. 
Uh, and, and he asks her, you know, it's, it's the conversation is more, it's toned as though they're asking how many people you slept with when they're clearly asking how many you've murdered. And so, you know, yes. how many, how many have you done? Well, I don't know. You know, I don't really keep count, but you know, high fifties, low sixties, 312. <laughs> he is not comfortable. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, are you counting innocent bystanders? <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll direct the um, audience and jury to uh, note that Amber did not answer the question herself. A lady never tells, Megan. Mm-hmm. So um, they, they kind of repeatedly oopsie try to murder each other as well. Like, their, their heart's not in actually killing each other. But at some point... Um, Brad Pitt is going up the elevator to see Angelina Jolie and they figure out that he's on the elevator and they have like detonator charges and he found like three of them, but there was a fourth one that he didn't find. And, um, so Angelina Jolie essentially says, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow it. And he says, yeah, okay, do it. And, um, she, she's clearly like, trying to just scare him and starts to count down but then one of her co-workers when she gets to one she actually she actually blows up the um the elevator and angelina jolie is like upset by it she clearly didn't actually mean to murderify him and then it, it turns out that of course brad pitt had wired it to look like he was in a different elevator than he was and then you see him and he's just like dejectedly getting off the elevator like oh she did want to kill me yeah, they once they realize who the other is, they're constantly trying to feel them themselves out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, wait, was I just a cover? But do you, do you actually like care about me or? Because I would have said that like I cared about you and you weren't just a cover, but if, like I was just a cover, then then probably hmm. you were just a cover. Yep. Um, this is the the scene after the elevator blow up. She's shedding a single tear and mm-hmm. drinking some some champagne and believing he's dead and then mm-hmm. he shows up and they have a very tense conversation and then he invites her to dance and uh she says you you don't dance it's like all part of the cover baby mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and he can dance but the entire dance they're removing weapons from the other person yes she also asks him if sloth was his cover too, which is yes. really amazing. <laughs> so many little quips and digs at each other. It's so yeah. great. Yeah, so they're right. So they're they're like tangoing, but they're definitely like, I'm gonna take this knife off you. I'm gonna take this gun off you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm also gonna smash you into this pillar and mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> then dip. And then she they are also apparently simultaneously putting small explosive devices on each other. Mm-hmm. So she goes up to the bathroom. He's like, just be cold, man. She doesn't really love you. You were just a cover. And then the explosion goes off. And then he spots her in the crowd having already left. Yep. And he smiles a little bit. And then he goes outside and she gets away. And then a dude's like, you're ticking, dude. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he throws his explosive device in, I believe, a, ma- a post office box? Yep, mailbox. I feel like that's a good place for a small explosive yeah. device. I mean, you don't want I it to th- kill you. Yeah. I mean, it's a federal offense to blow up mail, but, you know, mm-hmm. I guess guess that's better than being blown up 
But it's this great subversion of, you know, the, the typical spy versus spy sexy tango dance. Mm-hmm. This is a spy versus spy, but they're married to each other. Sexy tango dance of weapon stripping and explosive planting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then they go back to their house, beat the shit out of each other, mm-hmm. and then have sex because they realize the other one can't kill the other because neither, neither of them was a cover. And no. they really do care about each other. And that's when the getting to know each other portion of the movie starts. Yes. Um, right. And so um, they are also, shortly after sex, they are, um, so first of all, they're like, kind of having just a fun time in their house that is, like, destroyed, like, walking around on glass, drinking orange juice out of, like, broken-ass uh, cups. Um, yeah. It's adorable. It's this adorable scene of intimacy amidst the wreckage of their previous lives of, lives of secrets and lies. Yep. And they're, they're both just kind of amused by seeing what, like, survived. She's like, oh, orange juice survived. Yeah. Um, yep, they're and- comparing war stories. And particular yes. hits, and she's they're they're marking time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, when you left that thing early that time, it's like, oh yeah, I was killing this guy. Oh, that was you. Oh, I wanted to kill him. I, I was like, did you taken. seriously not hear me get dropped off by a chopper when I was late for our anniversary dinner? She's like, no, concussion grenade. I was partially deaf that night. Mm-hmm. It's just this great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they talk about fractures. She can't feel three of her fingers because of nerve damage. Yeah, it's... Uh, He's yeah. partially colorblind from <laughs> retinal damage. Mm-hmm. It's... Yeah. And they're pleased about these things. Like, they're pleased yes. to be sharing these intimacies. It's... I, I don't know. It's it's a, it's adorable and touching and jarring because, again, we're talking about killers. Right. Right. Um. The Then the... um. The bad guys come, blow up the house, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, get into a minivan and drive away. And um, they've got three cars chasing them. So they've got more time to both show off their, like, skills as at both driving and, um, like, taking out the cars. But they're also, again, talking. And um, Angelina Jolie says, just out of nowhere, kind of, my parents died when I was five and I'm an orphan. <laughs> And Brad Pitt asks, well, who was that kind fellow who gave you away at our wedding? Paid actor, paid baby. Actor. I said I saw your dad on Fantasy Island. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Yep, this is when the things that they're not as pleased about start to come up. Like, it's 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 a relationship and fast mm-hmm. forward. Yes. It's, you know, the, the heavy passion post trying to kill each other, and then the intimacies of the morning after, getting to know each other again for the first time, and then the conflict comes up. They right. both have different ways that they want to do things. So, for example, if you're being chased by three armor-plated BMWs in a minivan, who's going to drive the minivan? Yeah. And who's going to do the precision shooting? And yep. how will it be done? And when should it be done? And while simultaneously, yeah, revealing things like that, she says, you know, yeah, I'm an orphan. He's like, damn it. I introduced you to my real parents. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I brought my real parents to the wedding. Damn it. Yeah, plus a great car chase. You have that great comedic, quick, oh, yeah, no. This movie is yep. delightful. Yeah. In in uh, addition to, like, fun things happening, like, it's a minivan and both sides of the door open. So, like, a guy tries to get in, but, you know, they just open the other door and just, like, he gets in one side and they just push him out the car the other side. Um, and other just kind of like fun things happening. And then it just evolves into chaos. Yes, lots of chaos. Yeah, once they realize that their agencies duped them. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, they just own <laughs> good store. Yes. Free for all. Yes. Can they work together? That's what it becomes. Mm-hmm. Can this, like, now that the walls have come down, now that they've shown their true selves, now that they've done a few jobs together and survived, can it survive the big one? Yeah. Good question. Which is dozens of guys coming at them with rocket launchers, gatling guns, and craziness. Yes. Yeah. The answer yeah, apparently is yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Give them some body armor and a cart full of knives, mm-hmm. and they're going to be fine. Yeah. Angelina Jolie finds some knives and just like runs away with a cart <laughs> of knives. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's great. And then there's a great scene where he's like, I'll be bait and I'll be the flyer. And she climbs up to the rafters and starts sniping guys while he's drawing their attention. Oh, mm-hmm. it's beautiful to see two people really find their groove together. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's Mr. and Mrs. Smith people. Yeah. Amber, what did you think of this movie? On give it a 10. scale. A 10, Megan. It's a 10. Regrettable. Outstanding. Crazeballs or K. I think this movie is outstanding. Yeah. It's Crazeballs Whoa. outstanding. Whoa. I heard some serious reservations. No, that was agreement. I said, that yeah. Was, yeah. That was a considering yeah. Oh, come there's, on. Yeah. And then there's, yeah. Which is just a skosh above. Yeah. <sighs> I think also this movie is crazeballs and outstanding. Mm-hmm. It's a mix. Mm-hmm. And I what didn't you it. like about this movie? Why didn't this movie make you happy, Megan? What What more could this movie possibly have done for you? It was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. Agreed, it was but a little longer. At one point, you paused it for something, and it was like, oh, there's still half an hour left of this movie. That seems kind of wild. Which I like. I liked all the scenes, but they they... They do do a slow burn at the beginning, which takes up time. I don't know what I... Yeah, anyway. Let's go schlong. But yeah, it was excellent. It was outstanding, Amber, even. No, don't don't make me... Don't let me drag you into saying something you don't want to say. If you, if you want to make a craze balls, it can be craze balls. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it both. Let's just move on, Megan. Okay, let's just move on from here. Let's see if we can move on from here. Okay, this is our test, Amber. Yeah, one of us is failing it. Oh. Hey, Megan, do a nappy story. Okay, Amber. Um, so at some point I was uh, FaceTiming with Abby, and uh, I think Erica had come in to say hi and brought Maddie in to say hi, and um, we are talking for a little bit. And then Abby, <laughs> Abby turns to Erica, and she says, Megan and I need some downtime. <laughs> what does that mean it meant that she wanted erica and maddie to leave because <laughs> she and i were gonna have some hangout time <laughs> okay i think one of the things is erica and dan have been telling abby about like having some downtime because you know they're with the kids all the time now um and like just having some like hey you should let you know uh, daddy take a nap you should let mommy do some reading and they're having some downtime and so um abby told erica that she need maggie and i need some downtime <laughs> it's adorable it's very adorable mm-hmm. Amber, uh do you have any recommendations all right here's a recommendation that comes with strings attached people okay i want you to watch samurai jack 
I desperately need someone I know mm -hmm. to watch the entirety of Samurai Jack, including the fifth season that was just released like a year ago that came out like 10 years after the show ended. And I thought was a beautiful, tragic, disturbing, fantastic masterpiece. And just the best way I've ever seen a show wrapped up. And I need to talk to somebody about it. Okay, just somebody, anybody, just have a conversation with me after having seen it. I just can't go through life any longer without getting it off my chest with somebody who understands. Samurai Drac is a great animated show that was on Cartoon Network some time ago. It stars Phil Lamar as the titular character. Mm -hmm. He is a samurai fighting against evil named Aku, and he is mm -hmm. transported in time from like feudal Japanese era to the future distant aliens are here robots exist mm -hmm. it's thousands of years after yes. he was born mm -hmm. and so basically what aku does he's about to get beaten by righteousness and so he's like fuck you you're going to the future and in the future samurai jack wasn't there to beat him and so aku won and so he's in a world where aku won and so his entire raison d'etre is to mm -hmm. go back into the past undo it to undo the evil that is aku Yes. Basically, I could have just told you what they say in the opening se sequence of the show. I, I mostly just did. Mm -hmm. And it's great. They're, it's it's a just, great show. It's a great show. There's yeah. great animation, great music. There's not a lot of dialogue. The characters are colorful and bizarre. The situations are heartwarming and wacky as hell. There's an episode about jumping good. <laughs> nice. The jumping puzzles. No. Jump good. It's great. And then it ended after four seasons, which was fine. You know, it, it hadn't completed its story, but it was still a satisfying show. And then suddenly out of nowhere, Jen Tartakovsky gets to finish the show. Ten episodes. It's so good. Watch it. And so I can talk to you about it, please. Do you care about me? Do you care about my happiness? Do you care about Megan's sanity? You mm. have to care about one of these things. Mm -hmm. and, and you can get in touch with us by um, tweeting us at Bad Movies Rock or Bad Movies Rock Podcast at gmail.com. Do it. 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 Megan. Yes, Amber. Your recommendation, please. Okay. Mine's going to be a little bit ungettable for most people, including ourselves, Amber. Um, so um, a friend of mine, Josh, sent me um, Burma Love. Oh, I'm holding it up to camera. Oh, thank you. I I, I can see the thing that I knew already existed because I live in the same house as you right now. Yes. Um. So this is from uh, uh, Burma Superstar, and it is um vegan tea leaf salad kit, and um essentially, okay. So Burmese food is fucking delicious. I don't know where you can get it around anywhere except if you're in um, like Alameda, California, or Berkeley, or San Francisco. I don't know. There's a tea leaf salad that is nothing like anything that I've ever had before. It's like, I don't know what, like 20 something ingredients with like nuts and fried garlic. And um, it's all put together with like salad and, and lemon. And then also um, this uh, fermented tea leaf dressing, which is amazing. Um Anywho, apparently they make a kit that had the dressing and all the, um, like, nuts and um, stuff accoutrement. And then we just added salad greens. And uh, we ate it, and it was delicious. 
and it reminded me how much I love Burma Superstar and tea leaf salads. Oh, I miss Burma Superstar or Burma Star. Do you remember when that place opened yes, up? Just, that was amazing. Just up Telegraph from PSI. Oh, and nobody would go, and so we could be there. And right. it wasn't a forty-five minute wait like Burma no. Superstar always was. You could just walk in and get a table with like eight people. It was fantastic, and the food was exactly the same because it was the same chef. Yep, they had um, so the samosa soup was amazing. They also oh. had this like chicken coconut curry soup that was so good oh there was a mango dish for vegetarians it was amazing mm. oh i miss yeah. you burma star yeah. i miss you burma superstar yeah such good food really but is. hey i guess if you're in the bay area and or some takeout man yeah support your local restaurants Burma Superstar. And I guess if you're in San Francisco, you can order the tea leaf kit? Yeah, so you can order this tea leaf kit. They Apparently, it's not they're not shipping it. It seems like it's more like a takeout order. You order the kit and they deliver it to you. Um, and hey, if you, like- I don't know, live there and you want to order extra and then ship that to us, that's that that wouldn't be bad. I'm yep. not saying do that, but I'm not, 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 not saying do that. Yeah. My address is... <laughs> So if you uh, find any, you can send it to that address. And also don't do that. It's just take care of yourselves. Treat yourselves. Yeah, we can treat ourselves. Yeah. Amber, will you beep out our address later? You you just said beep. You didn't actually think... say it. No, you just I said, said it. No, you said beep. No, I, I didn't. So thank you for... I get it, Amber. I get what you're doing. You okay, already we, did it. So we need to I go. Get it. Megan clearly just it, had Amber. a mini stroke. So I'm going to go see about that. Uh, well, and Megan, like this has been delightful. Goodbye. I always say, Amber, uh-huh. rock Maybe bottom is a beautiful place to start. Rock bottom is a beautiful place to start. Mm-hmm. Yep. No. By definition, no. Rock bottom is a terrible place. It's It's the worst place you can go. Rock bottom is is hell it is it is the hell of your life it is the nadir of the worst moment of your life there's no beauty there that's why you don't want to go there well all you can do is go up from rock bottom ember that makes no sense that makes no sense whatsoever i will i'll hit you with some wisdom if you're not going up you're going nowhere bam that's all you ever need to know in life where are you going megan nowhere bye ember (laughs) 